desire. I'm sure you have heard the saying, follow your heart. The implication is it will not lead you wrong. In essence, it means there is a gut instinct to what we do and experience. Ultimately, that gut instinct will lead you to the right decision. But when I think about the saying, if we are honest, following your heart can put you in some places you really have no business being. It's fine, well, good and all to follow your heart in hopes of ending up at the right place. But what if your heart is deceitful and wicked? What if in our flesh dwells no good thing? What if what we are as human beings has been infected with something that impedes good judgment in certain situations? So often we focus on what we do or don't do without regard for where it came from. Every action comes from somewhere else. While it may happen in the moment, it is driven by an experience somewhere else in our lives. We have seen it done or heard of it being done. And before you know it, you're doing it. Thinking to yourself, I can't believe I just did that. I think it's fair to say that most people want to do the right thing. And while having said that, I also recognize that the right thing is different for different people depending on where they came from. I heard a friend of mine tell his son that the brain was just a firing station. Synapses going off in his head for what was in his heart. He said it was kind of like a relay station. What we do doesn't come out of our brain, but from our heart or our desire. And out of that conversation, he told his son to change his desire, his desire and his brain would respond accordingly, which would produce different results in his life. In other words, his brain would tell the rest of his body what to do based on what he wanted in his heart. Well, maybe that's why Jesus comes to save our souls so that our appetite or desire will be different. And out of that difference or change, we will respond differently to the world. You see, human beings have three distinct parts. We are body, soul, and spirit. Our body has senses that we use to experience the world. We have sight, hearing, taste, smell, and touch. Our body functions at the whims of our soul, which, can, which we call our heart. This is where we give expression to our humanity, how we feel about this, that, and the other. It is our emotions. Like our body, it is earthly. Have you ever had something that tasted so good and made you feel a certain way? And before you know it, you were transported to another place. That's happened to me. We call it comfort food. That's your body and your soul operating in cooperation to give emotion and experience to what you tasted. But our spirit functions on a whole different level. Out of our spirit, we communicate with God. We experience his love, grace, and mercy down deep in our being. It is an intimacy that draws us closer to him. It's not earthly. It's otherworldly or heavenly, if you will. It is a connection to the place we came from before we got infected with sin. That is why the Bible says, Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. See, in the heavenly realm, there is no lack. There are no deficiencies, only love. So if a person who is saved wants peace and rest amid a confused, maladjusted culture, they must learn to live out of their spirit and not their souls. When they do so, they find rest, comfort, and provision despite what they experience or feel 
every day. Sigurd Brantley, the past leader of Brunstad Christian Church of Norway, said in his lifetime, he says, all unrest, complaining, sighing, and anxiety stems from the soulish man who fights for his life. The spiritual person lives by faith in God's word. All things, all things serve them for good. They have a mind for laying down their life and they rest in God. While we experience life through our souls or earthly existence, the rest or security we need to overcome this world is found in our spirit, which is connected to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. The more we desire, the more we desire Jesus, the less this world controls how we feel. Why? Because all our hope is in Jesus, who has all power. There is no need to fear or fret when you're connected to someone who has all power and all provision. When we accept the free gift of salvation, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, Behold, or look, all things have become new. In other words, we are given a different appetite or desire. However, while Christ has changed our eternal destination, our appetite still needs some work. It must be brought under submission to the change that has taken place. The more I live, y'all, the more I understand better. Why Jesus says, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. When Satan tried to tempt him, Jesus responded, it is written. According to Hebrews 4, 12. The word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. In other words, this word of God is so intentional and so precise that it can bring perspective and clarity to what we feel and the choices we make so that we feel something different than we would have if we had not employed it. It can change our desires, which in turn changes what we want to do and experience. As believers, this becomes the quest. Taking a sinful nature and submitting it to the will of a holy God in hopes of finding rest for our weary souls as we travel on this planet called Earth. That's why following a heart that is not submitted to Christ can be so hazardous to our health. There are some things you and I just shouldn't do, but in the same breath, we want to do them. Something tells us not to do it, but before we know it, we've done it anyway. Was it our brain that told us to do it or was it our appetite? When we are in communion with God, in our spirit, via his word, we cannot, we can not only know the difference, but have life more abundant. Because our desire is to know him more. And the more we know Christ Jesus, the better our choices and the life we live. I'm Dr. Alvin Summers, pastor of East Campus of First Baptist Church Indian Trail, Marshville, North Carolina. And you've been listening to Soul Food.